take your photography to the next level with iPhotography Plus. The only online community which gives you personal feedback on your photography, monthly video critiques, competitions, exclusive training videos, a flourishing community, and so much more. For more details, check out iPhotography.com forward slash podcast. So welcome back to another episode of iPhotography Podcast. This is Stephen. Uh, thank you very, very much for joining me. If you've not listened to any episodes previously, if you're a first time listener, thank you so much. And hopefully you enjoyed today enough so that you want to follow the podcast. Um, you can press that follow button or subscribe, whatever it says, wherever you're listening to the podcast. And hopefully you enjoy it because today um, this podcast is, is talking about ways to stay in shape. Now, it's not the normal kind of photography podcast, but hopefully it'll be kind of quite helpful um, because I think it's one of those things that as a photographer, you know, we get into an array of different awkward contortions just to try and take the photograph. Uh, and half the time, we're not even thinking about it. You know, you're in that moment. You don't even think about how it's affecting your body or even how it looks to others. You're simply just adjusting the camera and yourself however you need to to get the shot. But this lack of attention to your body can, over time, give you long aches and pains. I know it really well, unfortunately. I've spent, so far now, at least 15 years as a photographer. And day in, day out, you're up, you're down, you're left, you're right, you're on your knees, you're on your back, you're doing whatever you can, as I said, to get the shot. And it does ache. You know, sometimes you feel the pain and sometimes you feel the pain more so the day afterwards. So... That's why I thought we'd bring up this discussion to kind of make everyone aware a little bit more about what we're doing to our bodies and try and adapt better positions so when we're actually shooting, we don't end up at the chiropractors. Now, they're kind of the two main areas to take care of above everything else. Um, and hopefully we're going to be able to give you a few kind of better shooting position tips just to kind of help you practice or at least be a little bit more conscious of how you hold yourself really because as much as photography should be enjoyable it's also an activity a lot of people do to keep in shape so hopefully kind of uh, using some of these little exercise tips or better position tips whatever you want to call them um, should kind of give you that benefit that you're actually looking for so we've we've got a couple of little areas to talk about to begin with so it may not be a super long podcast today but hopefully it is an important one so Let's start off at the knees. Now, it may sound silly, but I know a lot of photographers who at one point or another have worn knee pads. You know, those kind of knee pads that you can get if you were doing uh, skateboarding or rollerblading or something like that. Basically, having those kind of underneath your trousers or shorts or whatever you're wearing, um, it helps a lot if you're kneeling down. Um, I spent years as a portrait photographer and our studio was a concrete floor. So it was, it was painted and it was concrete floor in parts and other parts it was like a laminate wood. Uh, and because you're working with kids and you're wanting to kind of shoot at the points of view, you're getting down on the floor a lot and then you're standing up if you're then photographing kind of the families all together so it was a lot of up and downs and you know i wish i thought i knew you know i i wish i kind of knew more about this or be more conscious of it earlier in my photography career because it would have saved me those creaky knees because now i'm not even 40 and when i get up in town i do have that kind of that old man's sigh as i say where you just get up and you go oh thank you <laughs> you just you just get reminded of all those years that you wish you just kind of looked after your knees a little bit better but you know i say like i said i spent over a decade you know and this is from my early 20s rolling around that that floor kind of photographing kids and, and pets 
and I never thought anything about it. You always think you're going to live forever and there is no damage that you're doing permanently that your body can't kind of heal straight away. Um, but yeah, kind of another, what, 10, 15 years down the line. It really makes a difference. But, you know, knee supports, knee pads worn under kind of hardware and clothing. It's not a bad idea if you're a wedding photographer, if you're, let's say, yeah, family portraiture. I suppose if you get into landscapes a lot as well, because, you know, if you're having to kind of move around, I suppose whatever type of discipline of photography that you're in that is just requiring you to move around a lot, get up and down, um, then it's worth kind of, you know, getting into, uh, you know, a set of knee pads, whether you kind of head down to, uh, you know, your local local shop and just have a look and see what they've got in the way of kind of any kind of, well, I suppose it would fall under like sports protective gear or something like that. You know, it just kind of gives you that little bit of reassurance um, that, you know, when you are like kneeling down, you're not kind of got your kneecap on the floor all the time. There's some sort of buffer just to kind of protect it a little bit more. So knees are one thing. Uh, the other side I suppose we'd look at is our backs because same again back supports they you know they can be kind of really quite discreet um, and quite comfortable and they stop you damaging your spine when you again you're shooting in weird positions countless times I've seen photographers use prime lenses too close to their subject so instead of separate kind of uh, stepping backwards they lean backwards and they hold their breath to stay steady and it's such a bad idea you know, if, if you've got too close with your lens and it's not focusing because you're too close, take that step back, honestly, leaning back and kind of pushing your center of gravity away. Um, you know, it's putting more weight on the upper half of your body, which is trying to keep the camera still already. And then you're adding more weight to keep still overall. And it, it's just it just is a bad idea. Um, you know, so it's better to use in those instances, better to use a zoom lens if you expect a lot of movement. So you can react more so with the lens, you know, lean on the technology. That's what it's there for. You know, otherwise you've got to be prepared to get on your feet and move around a lot, really. Um, but yeah, so back, backs and knees, I think, are the two biggest kind of areas that you need to kind of be kind of concerned about or concentrated on. Um when you are taking up positions. So with that said, I, I've got kind of a little list. I've maybe got what, about kind of five or six different other kind of sh tips that you can kind of use for kind of being a little bit more conscious about the positions that you take up when you're shooting. So they're, they're not all connected to be, uh, to, to the backs and knees. But so like our first one would say be don't lean on your standing leg. So stand with your feet apart with one front, uh, one in front of the other and lean forwards instead. So as if you were kind of taking a step forwards, kind of hold the position like that and then lean forwards from there as opposed to standing your legs um, in parallel either side and then kind of moving with your back and with your hips. Uh, my second tip would be not to put all your weight on your back when crouching down. Simply place a knee on the floor to at least spread the weight, um, spread the weight back towards the center of your gravity. So this is where the knee pads can become very, very useful because if you are having to get down a lot, if you, if you need to shoot a little bit lower for some reason, then just kind of putting a little bit of pressure on that knee pad and not actually on your kneecap itself is a really, really good thing. Tip three would be to use your elbows to form a solid surface when lying down. So what I mean by this is that if you are lying flat down on your tummy on the floor, shooting parallel, 
is to actually kind of use your elbows, plant them safely on the floor, and obviously then hold the camera in between the two of them. Because it just gives a little bit more stability itself, rather than putting, um, you know, holding the camera with one hand uh, and then kind of adjusting your body with the other or whatever it may be. Even if you're trying to hold an item in front of the camera, if you're lying down for whatever reason, try to avoid doing that. If you can, just find some sort of solid surface to put your object on and then use both hands with your elbows planted into the floor to hold onto the camera. Uh, now also hold your elbows together when you're standing up and holding the camera. Now this is something that a lot of people don't do and I see it time and time and time again because cameras are quite light these days and you think oh you know it's light, it's designed to be held in one hand, it's a little bit easier and I, I get all that but you get much more stability when you're actually holding the camera in two hands. It may be one hand under the camera body itself and you know with your fingers over the top and then say your left hand is actually holding onto the lens depending on how big it is. But actually having your elbows kind of closer together when you're actually holding the camera in your hands um, gets, just gives you a bit more stability. The further apart they are it just kind of it spreads and uh, loosens that center of gravity so your hands can be a little bit more shaky. Um, it's, it's not so much of an issue if you're shooting with faster shutter speeds because you're not going to get that issue really with a kind of camera motion and a kind of camera shake. But if you do go a little bit slower in your shutter speed anywhere around about a 60th of a second or slower, um, bring those elbows together. Bring them nice and tight together. I'm even doing it myself here and I've not even got a camera in my hand but yeah naturally just bring your kind of elbows that little bit closer together and it just brings all the all the tension towards the middle of your body and you can kind of push those vibrations onto your body so they're not being spread just in the arms themselves. Other things can kind of take the, uh, take the shake a little bit. Um, another tip, here we go, never stand on your tiptoes for a shot. When you do that, you've got gravity effectively in control and not you. It's the worst kind of shooting position that I do see photographers take. It looks it looks really unprofessional. That is a kind of a good point, you know, that it does look a little bit silly that you're trying to kind of get over the top, especially if you've got a um, what do they call it? tilting screen, articulating screens on the back of cameras. Pull that out, tilt it down. This is where it's really, really good to get like a, the 360 degree full articulating one. I think one of my cameras just has a tilt up and down. Um, so it's okay, but you know, it's great to be able to have the one that flips out and it kind of turns around 360. That's really, really helpful. I know a lot of uh, Canon and Nikons have them. So if you've got one of those, use it to your advantage because you know, just a little step, you know, even if you're not as tall as you used to be, I know, I know people shrink over the years, unfortunately. Um, you know, if you happen to kind of wear um, boots with thicker soles, that's always kind of a good way of just giving you that extra kind of inch or two. But really do try to avoid standing upon your tiptoes to kind of get the shot because you're, you're moving around left and right. As we were saying before, you're not stable and not planted on the floor. And therefore, you could have the opportunity that if you're shooting at a slower shutter speed, you could get that camera shake. Um, but just as much as that your composition isn't necessarily going to be super perfect either because if you can't see the LCD screen for some reason if the sun's in your eyes and you're moving ever so slightly you may not get it exactly how you want it you may have chopped off something in the corner your horizon may be a bit wonky so there's a couple of things that could go missing and could go awry uh, in doing that and my last tip in terms of shooting positions would be to use the camera bag as your support behind you if you have to lie backwards so say you are in the middle of a forest and you're wanting to kind of shoot the the kind of the forest canopy above you as opposed to just kind of looking upwards and kind of bending your head and, and looking straight up towards the uh, up to the canopy um lie down instead 
So if you lie down on the floor, if you've got a camera bag with you, kind of find the softer side and put that behind your head so you can kind of look upwards. So it, it's going to help you a lot more. You're not having to strain your body so much. If you were just stood and you're kind of looking straight upwards towards the trees, again, your center of gravity is going to be misplaced a little bit because your head as it's leaning up is putting more pressure and more weight onto your back. So you could spread your legs that little bit more, put one foot in front of another just to try and spread that weight a little bit, but it's so much more relaxing. And if you relax, you take more time with your photography. I think it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit more suitable to actually kind of take that time to be, be a little bit more comfortable and you don't feel like you're rushing the shot so much. So that's probably kind of the one of the last things I would say as well, because I've done that kind of quite a few times and I found the difference between just standing, you know, turning upwards uh, and turning the camera upwards and taking the shot. You know, you may get it, you may not, but you certainly feel a lot more relaxed. You feel the less pressure. You can consider things a little bit more if you're sat down, if you're lying down. I think that's kind of just a nicer way to shoot overall anyway. If you've got the opportunity to sit down, then yeah, kind of go for it. But as we said, it was only going to be a short little podcast today, really. Um, not kind of like our any longer ones. Um, but fingers crossed, it's just kind of filled with some useful tips. You know, these are things, unfortunately, I can't physically demonstrate for higher podcasts. So it's just giving you the ideas and understanding to, to be aware of how you hold yourself, how you conduct yourself when shooting. And just to be a little bit more conscious of your body, you know, if you feel aches and pains, maybe kind of just take a breather for a couple of days and then kind of come back to it. But certainly if you can invest in some sort of knee supports, fingerless gloves, back support, you know, if you have any kind of conditions with those limbs and those joints already, then it's worthwhile just looking after them. You know, especially when you go out, you don't want to end up kind of getting to a point where you can't go out and take photographs because you do, you know, you, you don't feel kind of comfortable, your legs creak they they ache your back sore you can't stand out stand up for a long period of time so you know it's worthwhile doing it now to preserve it for the future but hopefully you know we've given you a few little tips to help you with back aches knee aches whatever aches you may have on you may hopefully not have in the future if there's any others that you found yourself if it's something that you're conscious of or something you're using or, you know you're using photography to remedy and get healthier let us know if there's more tips that we can add. I think that would be absolutely brilliant. So kind of drop us a, a kind of comment. Either you can kind of contact us directly through the podcast, uh, wherever you find it. I think there's opportunities to leave messages on Spotify, but you'll find us all over Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and Twitter and whatnot. If you want to get in touch, it'd be lovely to hear from you. So thank you again for joining us for this little podcast here. My name's Steve and I'm one of the tutors here at iPhotography. And if it is your first um, episode that you're listening to, I really do hope you kind of tune in again for next week's show. And we've obviously got tons more shows uh, that we've recorded previously. So please go back and, and have a look because they're evergreen. They're always going to be helpful in one manner or capacity anyway. Uh, but thanks so much for listening and we'll kind of catch you on the next show. Bye bye for now. <laughs>